Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, an online marketing educator, leader of an incredible global community of female entrepreneurs and a content creator based in Melbourne, Australia. This show is designed to bring you practical strategies and candid real stories of entrepreneurs to help you make marketing, mindset and money your superpowers. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Now, can you believe it? It is almost our 100th episode. And to celebrate, we're compiling an episode to feature you, our incredible listeners. And so I want to hear from you. Here's two steps I would love for you to take. Step one is to think about what your favorite learning has been from the Emily Osmond Show. And perhaps that's a tip that you've been putting to use with great results, a powerful mindset shift or a realization about something that you could change in your business. And I know I've actually loved hearing over different direct message conversations about how so many of you have actually taken action to go out in your own business too, which is super, super cool. And your number one favorite learning may have been from one of my solo episodes, or it could well have been from listening to one of our brilliant guests. So make sure you let me know when you move on to step number two. And this is to go to this really cool website that my podcast producer, shout out Brianna, put me onto, and it's called SpeakPipe. So I want you to go to speakpipe.com forward slash Emily Osmond, and you spell that as S-P-E-A-K-P-I-P-E dot com forward slash my name, Emily Osmond, and follow the instructions there to record a short audio. It'll actually only let you record up to 90 seconds. So keep it succinct and include your name. It can just be your first name if you like and your business name if you'd like to. And then include your favorite learning there. Now, the deadline to submit your audio to be considered for this special 100th episode is the 21st of October. So go take action, submit it. And I cannot wait to hear from you and put together this really special episode. All right, let's get on to today's guest. She has 25 plus years in the design and print industry. Kim Ryan has worked in all of the roles, freelance, in-house designer, running her own studio, you name it. Kim started her business, Wild Seed Design, 15 years ago now, and today she offers feminine, floral, and botanical brand design specifically for women who want to see their businesses grow and flourish. Kim is one of our incredible members of the Modern Marketing Collective, and I have really loved seeing Kim and her business thrive over the past almost year together. In this episode, we discuss the catalyst behind Kim starting her business, how Kim attracted her first clients 15 years ago before social media really existed, from thinking social media was just for young people and being a bit reluctant to use it, to social media now being a really key way that Kim attracts her ideal clients. Kim's very common resistance to showing herself in her marketing, how she overcame it, and really the huge difference that this has made for her business. The journey, which I think many of us can relate to, from taking on any work just to cover the bills, and for Kim, this was as a single mum, to tripling her prices, earning more and being able to work less and now only really taking on the work that Kim actually wants to do. From winging it 
to working on her business, getting clear about what her ideal business actually looks like, and Kim's high converting simple sales system. Kim, thank you so much for joining me on the show. And now let's get into this episode. Kim, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's all exciting. Yeah. Is this your very first podcast? Yes, it is. So a bit (laughs) nervous but I'm sure I'm in good hands. You are. It took a while to get you on, so I am happy you're here. (laughs) So, Kim, tell our listeners, who are you? What do you do? So, I'm Kim. I'm a graphic designer and I specialise in brand strategy. Um, I've been a graphic designer for 27 years and that makes me sound so old when I say that. That actually does. I don't know. Wow, okay. So, and I've had my own business for 15 years. So, I've also... um, Worked in a lot of um, design and print companies over the years, so I also offer print management as well. So, yeah, organising from, you know, concepts all the way through to having it all delivered to the, you know, the client's door so they don't have to worry about anything. Amazing, amazing. And you actually launched kind of another stream to your business recently with the illustrations. I started doing illustration portrait and I really love it. Yeah, people just DM me and like my style of portraits, which I've done one for you as well. Yes, you have. And yeah, so it's just an extra thing that I enjoy and it's kind of good that I can sit there watching TV and make some money. (laughs) Now, just quickly, for those that are maybe after something for themselves, what is it that might be in your ears at the minute or on your screen or your reading? Yeah, so um, I obviously listen to all your podcasts, which is so good (laughs) because I get so much info from and it's really good to hear, you know, other people's, you know, like talk about how they started in their businesses. So while I'm working, I have my other computer and I usually have that going and, yeah, listen to your podcast. Um, I also listen to The Uncool Designer by Anna Dower. She is a graphic design mentor. I've known Anna for about 10 years now and she has her own Designer Boss Ladies Facebook group page and, yeah, she does courses, but she actually interviews other graphic designers and gives her knowledge, which is awesome. And... I just like listening to Life Uncut. Do you know that one? With It's Brittany and Laura from The Bachelor. Oh, yeah, no, I've listened yeah, to and that. And it's like it's really everything good. from life to, you know, everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I just kind of enjoy that. And books, I don't usually have a lot of time for books, but I did buy, as you, I told you, um, that I bought the six oh, yes. Lisa Messenger books. So I can at least, you know, try and get onto those because I've actually read quite a few of her books, but I bought the six that I hadn't read because, yeah, so I'm excited to read those. I adore those And do the workbooks. Exactly. Thanks for sharing. All right. Now let's get into, I guess like you said, you've had your business, what, for 15 years or so? Where did that kind of come from? You also work it for another uh, company as well. Um, Has has that always been the case? Talk us through kind of the evolution of, of your business. I'd always done freelance work, you know, since left school and everything and, you know, friends and family going, are you, can, can you design this and design that for me? I was working at a design and print company. I'd been there for nearly 10 years. And my husband at the time, he was working there as well. And, you know, and then we got pregnant and I was like, oh, I don't want to work here all the time. I want to, obviously, what everyone else does, you get pregnant and then you want to work for yourself. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's like a lot of the ladies in the modern marketing collective. <laughs> That's it. It's just like, oh, hang on, your whole brain switch just goes, no, nah, I'd rather be at home with, you know, the baby and make some money and lots of stuff. Yeah, so while during being pregnant, I, yeah, started trying to 
start up a wedding stationery business. So I thought that would be the easiest to do. So I started Amity Invites, which is my wedding invitation business, which you probably don't know what. <laughs> what, you run this as well? I didn't even know that. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't do it as much, like, as much, but I have my Etsy shop that I do actually have still. Yeah, so I, yeah, just started starting up a business until I had my daughter and then I went back to the job part-time just a few days a week after three months just to kind of get some more money to pay for a few things and then I was like, okay, I'm done now and left. So what does your business look like now? Well, what does your work look like now, I should say, and the different kind of things that you do in the different parts of your business? 15 years ago, I mean, there was no social media. Like, and for me to advertise, I had to do the yellow pages and white pages. So it's totally different. And I had to do flyer mail drops and go to shops to meet people. Like, it's, <laughs> it's totally different. And I kind of rebelled and didn't want to do the whole social media. I'm like, oh, that's just for young people. Because <laughs> you've got teenagers, don't you? 11-year-old and 14-year-old. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but it was just, okay, I have to do this. And then it wasn't until the last probably year or so I've just, yeah, got more into it after doing your course and I went, okay, I've got to do this. This is where everyone's make, like meeting their clients and networking and, you know, it's a free thing to do. And, yeah, so I was so lucky to obviously saw your ads and, okay I need to join this and learnt so much so yeah my business is totally different since the last you know year or so of all these years of being in business. Let's talk about that like how has it changed let's say because I know you joined the Modern Marketing Collective almost a year ago. Yeah I know next month's a year. (laughs) Let's say before you joined can you compare your business like what were you doing what did it look like how did you feel about your business how did it like feel to you and then compared to now because I know that you like I feel like you've just changed and grown and I'm just so impressed by just what you're doing now and everything so what does it look like for you how do you think it's changed and how have you changed it's about two years ago I just wanted to reassess the kids were getting older you know, like when I started my business, it was just, okay, I need to make money. This is it. But I really had no training of what I was doing. Like we all just go, all right, let's have a computer. I've got the programs. Let's hope for the best. But I didn't understand like sales funnels and I had no idea about how to do, you know, marketing campaigns and anything like that. And and I couldn't offer that to my own clients. So yeah, two years ago, I did like the Anna Dower's um, Design Biz Bootcamp. So that was awesome. Like she teaches graphic designers, like everything and gives us all the information of how to do it properly. And I niched my business. I totally rebranded. I like my whole look and everything's totally changed from what I had. And the thing was that when you started out and yeah, I was trying to do, you know, like just take on any client's work. Yeah, that Whereas, was you know, <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you try to that's take because you've got bills to pay and yeah. I had mouths to pay and then I became a single mum. So everything totally changed. So Was that in the last couple of years? Or? No, that happened in 2011. So I was virtually doing my business full time then and then after we split up, I did it for another about four years, you know, trying to do it, but then obviously having mortgage and the stress and, you know, money goes up and down. And then one of my big clients, she ended up selling her business and I kind of relied on her, you know, because I'd make so much money off her and I stopped kind of getting on anyone else looking for other work because I had her. And then, yeah, she sold it. And I was like, what? Um, no, like this is this is what I'm relying on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, one of my clients, she said to me, she goes, oh, do you want to come work in the office two days a week? Like I will just oh, pay you cool. 
tell me what your hourly rate is and at least I can give you regular money. And I'm like, oh, that would be oh, awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. So that was, yeah, really good. Then the local printer that I use for my wedding stationery, yeah, they said to me going, you know, do you want to come work here? And it's seriously like 10 minutes away. And it was, yeah, good that I could do that and just contract with them. So I got the print, more print experience and having to learn digital and lots of stuff. So that really helped me a lot too. And then the company I'd worked at before I had kids, that was in the horticultural industry. So doing all plants and like plant labels and working for Yates and Mr. Fothergills and, you know, all the top, you know, horticultural companies, you know, around Australia, New Zealand, America and all that. And when I'd left there, their opposition said, hey, do you want to come work freelance for us? And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So I'd done freelance for them. So they actually called me up and said, you know, like so that was uh, three and a half years ago and said, we've got two designers who are on maternity leave. Do you want to come work in the office? But I'd already had like quite a few horticultural design, like garden nursery clients anyway. Yeah, so I have been working there part-time for three – I was only supposed to do one year. (laughs) I'm still there three and a half years later. But now I've had horticultural design for like 24 years now. And so when I was niching, I was like, I have to do plants. I love botanical design. I love florals and feminine design. And yeah, so I niched my business totally. Now I work with clients that I love. I increased by like nearly tripled my prices. Yeah. And then I hadn't actually worked on my own business all this time. So that was the thing. So last year was me doing as many courses as I could. So it was just trying to work on myself and knowing what I wanted for my business and yeah work with clients that I love which is pretty cool so what do you think like the big changes have been from what you've done through the modern marketing collective for your business and what has that meant for you like in terms of I guess how your business has grown over the past year too yeah well it's good to be able to connect like I didn't know about having to go comment on 15 pages or something a day and go chat to everyone and make those connections and you know people send me dms going well I love your designs and vibe and lots of stuff I want to book you for my you know branding and they've never even seen my pricing and they just don't care what I'm charging they just want me to do it because they've seen all my designs they've seen my stories they see me chat and made a connection with me so it's been awesome and I haven't had that before so it's like another way of you know connecting with my target audience and ideal clients that I want to do. It's pretty, pretty awesome. And I love it when I hear too. And do you think like in terms of your business growth as well, what has that looked like over the past 12 months or so? So, um, yeah, I had, yeah, my target goals that, you know, obviously want to hit each week, uh, sorry, each month and everything. And yeah, most months I do do that. It's been so much better. I'm enjoying all my client work and I like dealing with the clients that I have and just helping them and do the whole brand strategy and you know like I said I'm concentrating more on branding now and yes smaller jobs are kind of like no I don't want to do that if you want to do from the whole brand and you know all the way through and build that relationship with my clients it's so much better but definitely money wise it's heaps better (laughs) (laughs) my bank account looks a lot better than it used to be (laughs) and being obviously a single mom like I you know I have always had to worry about you know it's my income only so now yeah I don't have to worry about that anymore oh my god that is massive and I love what you said it sounds as though you've really changed um in terms of like not necessarily offering kind of the bits and pieces jobs as well but it's like right this is what I offer like either you want this or you don't and I know that you said um you're finding like even just converting clients to buy that as well is is 
kind of feels easier. Well, that was one thing that we discussed the other week was that I have like a free 15-minute brand connection chat. So people can go onto my website, they can book in a chat with me. Every single one has converted <laughs> over to them booking a package with me. Yeah, because I said, what's your conversion rate? You said, uh, like, everyone? <laughs> yeah. I either do it via like phone or Zoom or um, FaceTime. And, you know, they, they can see a real person than me just sending them a quote of what it is or going to see a price list. So, yeah, it's been good. I also started my digital magazine. So I have that and that's one way of getting people to sign up to my, you know, like to join up onto my um, sales funnel and become a, like my marketing list. So I have my digital magazine called The Garden Shed. So it's like all helpful tools and advice for startups and or anyone else who's struggling in their business that has like brand checklists. And then I help with, you know, how to set up the Instagram bio or, you know, like how to like color psychology. And so I have like one each season and I do some advertising with that and get people to sign up. And then, yeah, they become on my sales, you know, my email marketing list. And then, you know, in amongst all my emails, I send in my price list to sneak that one in. And then, yeah, and so a lot of those I get clients from that because they can see that this is what I'm doing. I'm giving helpful knowledge that turns into a sales as well. Exactly. And I guess you're no longer just kind of doing marketing for the sake of marketing, would you say? It's like, right, you actually have a strategy now? Yes, I do. (laughs) What do you think like some of the key factors or decisions have been that have kind of got you to this point where you are now where it feels a bit of a weight lifted off your shoulders without having to worry now? working on my own business, just taking the time to go, all right, what do I want from my business? Because mm. I was too busy working so much and trying to just go, I need money then to f- realize what I wanted to have to make me happy with the work I was doing. I mean, I've always loved doing, you know, being a graphic designer. It was the only thing I wanted to be when I was in year eight at school. But now, I don't know, like get older and I go, all right, now I need the kids are older as well, that I don't have to worry as much with what they're doing I can concentrate going okay now I can do yeah my own business and concentrate on the clients that I want what's gonna you know how I can take my business to the next level basically so cool Kim (laughs) thanks what have been like some of the toughest or most challenging times would you say of of your own business probably the whole separation with my ex-husband oh yeah that doesn't sound dearly (laughs) No, it was not the best. But dealing with happy brides after that. So that was probably the most challenging of like having to have – and I had an office, my own, like um, while I was pregnant with my first daughter, we were doing a renovation on the house. So we actually made the front lounge – sorry, front bedroom a external – like with an office door and lots of stuff. So I would have clients all the time. So because of that, and then me being home with like alone with the kids, I could, I had to stop having clients. Oh my God. Like I couldn't have clients anymore because, you know, I didn't feel safe letting these complete strangers with, you know, just me and my kids. And yeah. I just went, so I had to stop that. So these were the things that it just made it harder. But oh, I've got to tell you that also, yeah, my first year of business doing stationery, because no one was doing digital stationery yet and everyone was doing the laser paper and ribbons. So my first year in business, I turned over $110,000. And oh I was like, what? God. This is a part-time business. <laughs> what? what just happened? Congratulations. So it was crazy. And my, you know, my husband was like, what? <laughs> and I went, yeah, like it just worked out well that my daughter, who 
still sleeps so much. Yeah. She, yeah, from five weeks of age, she slept 12 hours a night, slept all during the day. So I could still run a full-time business. I wanted to ask about something you said earlier around how, I guess, before the Modern Marketing Collective, you were like, social media is not for me. I'm not going to do that. What would you say to other people that are thinking that at the minute that are like, I just don't think it's it's something I should use for my business. You have to get over that and do it. Like I have met so many amazing people. I've met so many new friends. And then I hated doing videos. As you know, I was like, I can't do videos. This is like the worst thing ever. Like I sound like an idiot. I used to take like 30 takes just to do one video that I actually liked. Now I'm like one video, I'm done. Yep, cool. Upload it. We're all good. It's so funny how we change because we got to go through it. You got to go through the awkward, weird, hate this kind of stage to get to the other side. And then, yeah, just trying to be happier in my videos instead of me going, oh, I'm panicking. What are people going to think of me now? I'm like, okay, I got this. So it's definitely up to my confidence level a lot and talking with people I would never have talked to and it's been good. So yeah, definitely everyone has to get onto social media and learn. I mean, I used to probably do more Facebook over the years and now I hardly use my I mean I you know do my posts sometimes and put it over to my Facebook page but 95% now on Instagram. Looking back now where do you think you would be if you hadn't made that decision to say look I'm gonna I'm gonna just do this get over this fear of doing social media join the modern marketing collective if you hadn't made that decision where do you think your business would be now compared to where it is now? I don't know, like trying to do my magazine and try and connect with people that way, but then I still need social media to advertise to get that out. So I don't know. I would be still lobbing along like I was before. <laughs> what is like the biggest thing you would say is working for your marketing right now? Connecting with everyone on Instagram. Like that's probably it. And then just kind of people making a connection with me and that they want to then join up to my price list or join up to my magazine because yeah just kind of making that connection with everyone I think I specify that I want botanical design I want work with florists skincare I want to do you know health and wellness like you know wineries anyone who wants that botanical touch and feminine style then you know it's good to get my what I want and connect with that audience and that's a thing, like when you can do the work that you actually like want to do in your business, it makes it so much more fun, so much more like joyful. And I think that comes across too, to the clients as well. Yeah. Finishing up, what is one thing that you wish you knew way back at the start of running your business or what's been kind of like the biggest thing that you wish you had known before? To jump on social media when it first came out. <laughs> stop thinking I'm too old for this <laughs> and just get over it and just yeah I wish I'd done this whatever Instagram and all that came out I mean I started up my page and I probably had like two posts on it and that was it with my social media strategy years ago it was post and hope for the best I didn't understand hashtags at all. I don't even know I'd used maybe a couple on each page. I didn't even know how to, you know, to understand that I had to do like my location ones, what I did to ones that would attract my audience, what they'd be looking up. I had no idea any of that. I didn't understand that I had to, you know, target also my ideal clients in those hashtags. Yeah, they were just all just design graphic images of what I'd created, but not showing who I was. There was no photos of me. I didn't explain anything. 
I didn't say who I was or introduce myself in any stories. I don't think I even did a story. I didn't even know what one was. <laughs> so definitely you've changed, changed me for the better. Well, Kim, thank you so much for joining me. Where can everyone go to find and follow you? So thank you for having me too. They can go to wildseedesign.com.au, which is my website. They can also go to my Instagram page at wildseedesign and my Facebook page as well. And I also have my Wild Seed Illustrations, which is my dedicated page to my illustrations and portraits. And then I also have my Etsy shop, which is Amity Invites for my party stationery. So cool. Thank you so much, Kim. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media, and tag me at emilyosmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.